Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, or Sinstaku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. It's mid-morning when the wagon pulls into the courtyard behind the Iron Thorn. The sky clear, heralding a beautiful day. Those traveling with the wagon begin to unload bags and other containers, carefully avoiding an object covered by a blanket until it's the only thing that remains. A careful observer would note that this party is not quite the same as the one that was with the wagon when it left. The dwarven man driving speaks quietly to a tall armored half-orc before driving the cart out of the courtyard and heading along the road to the east, to the outskirts of town towards the graveyard. Welcome to Fortune Hunters. I'm Corvus, I'm your DM, and with me today are Jeremy. Hello, my name is Jeremy. I am playing Alakan, uh, the uh, Goliath Druid. And Navarin. Hi, I'm Navarin. I'll be playing Maximilian, uh, the Half-Orc Paladin. And Anstronic. Hi, I am Antitonic, and I'm playing Lock on an Open Door, the Tabaxi Bard. Okay. So it's late afternoon now, as the party gathers around a deep hole. Clouds are forming in the sky, warning of an oncoming late summer storm. So this is where we begin. The funeral of the fallen mist in the morning. <clears throat> uh, what would people like to do? Everybody, is, everybody is, has gathered... And I guess they're looking towards Max as the person who was organizing this. I, okay, so I'm, I'm going to need to abstract some of this because yeah. there's... Yeah. But um, So Max will give like a little... This was, this was missed. He was my brother in arms. He was my friend. He will be missed type of thing. Um, <clears throat> and... <laughs> Uh, and sort of just uh, commend Mist to um, whatever I, I don't know whatever gods hunter um, blood hunters like believe in or follow or because <laughs> some of them I think some of them are super religious right yeah uh, some of them are. not yeah, yeah. I, some of them probably uh, certainly would likely follow various gods especially like the anti undead had... ones probably. I believe Mist had expressed at one point that he was a follower of Cord. Okay, Cord. Yeah, that that actually be one you'd probably know of. I mean, you'd probably know all of the gods, but or know of them. But Cord's a very 
very Max kind of a god, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, Max will talk about how Mist, um, you know, was a a paragon of the teachings of Cord. Um, he was strong. He was brave. He uh, he proved himself time and again. Um, <clears throat> and how it was a tragedy that he was brought down, you know, by something. Something that wasn't a glorious fight, basically. <laughs> he violated the central tenet of Cord. He opened a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let this be a le- lesson to all of you Cordites. Never open books. It doesn't end well. They, they say knowledge is power, but we know the truth. <laughs> um. And he keeps like looking over during this little speech at Derek to see how Derek is like reacting and to check on him and stuff. But the central sort of thrust of the ceremony is just to give peace to the body of um, Mist and to uh, commend him to Cord and say, "Look, even though <laughs> even though he may have opened a book, he was still a good fighter. So look after him." <laughs> Um, and I think after the ceremony, um, he will sort of like have the, the, the group aside for a little, like, how's everybody doing? You know, uh, is there anything, um, that we can sort out for anyone? Uh, and yeah, just that, that kind of, um, looking after people thing. So, um, I guess while that we're still graveside, um, Locke will walk up and sort of turn to face the group. Mm. I'll cast silent image to make a faint spotlight. Nice. And yep. I will say, I, I, I'd like to tell a story if I could. <clears throat> Once upon a time, a group of fairies came to our realm to learn about our plants, but they were attacked by the king's army as invaders. All but one made it to safety, but the one who was left behind was protected by a young child who taught the fairies some basic common. Being in our world was making the fairy sick, though, and her magic started to affect the boy. The kingsman discovered the fairy and placed everyone under arrest. The fairy died, but was revived due to the effect of her friends returning to our realm to bring her home. The boy borrowed a horse from the king's men and, using the fairy's magic, was able to fly above their heads and escape. The fairy was reunited with her friends, but reminded the boy in in their parting that they would always be together in each other's hearts. I call it EP, the extra planar entity. Yes. And as she finishes, she moves the spotlight over to the grave and holds concentration until it's packed in. Oh, before that happens, um, Devor will also step up to speak. I am speaking on behalf of um, um, Zagrog, who isn't here this week, but he did send me a thing that Zagrog would say. It says, in a low, soft voice, Davor speaks. I don't get to know... I want, 
I'm not going to do a Finnish accent for what it's worth. <laughs> I am disappointed in you. I'm deeply I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm, kidding, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted, but I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So I wouldn't try. I don't get to know people very, I don't get to know people very well. I stay on the move and few follow me and few follow me long. But in the short time I knew Mist, I learned he had an appreciation for one of the key survival skills, combat. He went to battle to challenge not only his opponents, but himself as well. And I can respect that. Devil then loudly proclaims, I, Devil, respect the prowess of Mist in the morning. Um, his next sentence continues in the same loud voice, but is in Orcish. So that means only Max understands I- it. Um, and he says, may his ancestors agree. All right. Well, I can't and then, say anything. I'm going to translate that. <laughs> Sorry? Okay. That, Jeremy? Uh, Alakan doesn't say anything, but he will use druid craft to uh, uh, bit by bit throughout to sort of grow the grow the flower and foliage around to... to okay. For lack of a better term, it's not the term that 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 Alakan would use, but to prettify. <laughs> yes, no, I, I understand. Okay. Um. Uh. Nobody else. Uh, nobody. Nobody else was there. Uh, or Rose is there. Um. Anthem is there, and uh, one of her, her other uh, her other son is there. Her daughter is obviously still somewhere else. Um, but other than that, that's everybody who was there, and, and they don't speak. They don't really. Uh, they all look very sad. Everybody seems to look very sad. But mm. and then everybody, uh, I guess, and 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 there's also there's like the, a grave digger there as well. But he's off to the side waiting for you to finish so he can fill in the grave. <laughs> basically, yep. respectful, he's, he's respectfully in his clock. <laughs> Not quite. No, he's very respectful. This, you know. And so, and then he'll come over and begin to fill in the grave. And um, once the grave is filled, uh, I'll pull out the scimitar that I took from Mist and lay it on top of the grave. Oh. Okay. Good to know. Okay. So everybody heads back to town. So... Um, here's, here's where we're, we're at with, uh, you, you guys now have, oh, sorry. Max A was going to gather everybody afterward. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just to look, well, I mean, just to make sure everyone was okay. And, okay. And <clears throat> I think that's something we can flash back to at some point when everyone's here. No, that's fair. Maybe. That's totally fair. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so now we, so we now have some time. Um, I get you. You go back to you go back to the Iron Thorn, and you divvy up all the loot and things that you have, and 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 the books that you found, and and things like that with with Rose, and she very qu- quicker than you would think that then then you could you could do it certainly. Um, she's very quickly <clears throat> works out what it is and divvies out gold in equivalent portions to everybody. And you end up with 400 gold pieces each um, okay. uh, in exchange for all of the various, various, I mean, like you had, you gave her, we, I think we, we covered this in, uh, sort of out of, out of 
while we're off air, as it were. Um, you know, there was a bunch of jewelry, a bunch of like gems and things, some gold, um, some bits of armor and swords and things like that that you gathered up, as well as a variety of books and things. It's all it's all's diary, some you know gardening uh, uh, records. Um, the, there was an interesting druidic book in the thing in the same room as the one that exploded, which was less interesting since it was empty other than that. Um, uh, and, and, and as well as some, some interesting stuff that you found in the, um, in the, the room under the, under the town later on. I mean, I guess um, in retrospect, it was a good thing that we opened the book at time because it would have been really awkward to bring it back to town, <laughs> Rose open it, and then die. Good point. Yeah, that would not have gone well. Point. This uh, took hey, we one for the team. Book. Hey, we found you this book. It looked boring, so we didn't check it out. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, amongst all that, she gives you four hundred gold. Um, she also says if there's if there was any of that, she she's again she has a sort of a fairly extensive library of history books and all these sorts of things. If there was anything in these that you wanted to check out in particular, she's happy to um, make inquiries for you. Um, I believe I will I will take Aaron having mentioned it as scissors asking to for somebody to have a for for if Rose knows what the deal is with the coin. It was a small mm. coin that wasn't doesn't wasn't familiar to her or to the to Anthem, and is sort of oddly warm. And Rose says uh, Rose doesn't know what it is, but she says she'll um, she will make some inquiries. It has some fairly distinct symbols on each side, and um, she'll she'll look into it and see if she if anybody she knows knows anything about that or if it if it makes if it comes up somewhere um was there anything that you guys wanted to ask her to look into or to or in particular or ask her any particular questions regarding the the loot or the the what you discovered or anything i think so i think pretty much everything that we got is pretty self-explanatory at least as far as Mm. i remember um, okay. Locke's just going to point out to the right at some random thing on Rose's shelves and she'll go, I want that, how much? Without even looking. <laughs> You're making me roll dice now. I, I assume it's just like a, a length of chain or something. Just oh, okay. some random adventuring gear. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Rose is like, what, you mean make- the hand of Vecna? <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's, let's have a look at the equipment section that I can just like pick something at random, sort of at random. Um, da, da, da. it's, uh, uh, da, da, da. it's a grappling hook. Yep. Uh, two gold. Uh, she hands it, hands back two gold and sort of takes it and walks out. Okay, you have a grappling hook now. You may wish to go read up on that. <laughs> if you like. Um, uh, before you leave, she spots the, the sword that you have, Max. And she says, oh, that's interesting. Could I have a look at that? 
I, I, yeah. We don't don't need to, to view that up. Anything that you find while you're on these adventures that you feel you can use, it's obviously anything that's more likely to make the mission a success and keep for yourselves. Uh, and she has a look at this this interesting sword. So I described it previously. It's sort of a dark colored metal with a sort of a blue sheen if you hold it up to the light. And she looks mm. over, looks over it. This is very interesting. And she she looks at it and finds there's a small maker's mark just above the uh, the guard on the blade that looks like sort of like a very sort of stylized s it's sort of like a that shape i'm holding up to the camera people can't see but um and she's like oh that's interesting make it that's huh and she makes a note of that and it's, uh, okay cool thank you uh that doesn't say cool oh thank you and hands the sword back she's like that's that's interesting where did you find that by the way uh i tell her <laughs> okay it was on the body it was on the um the knight the or the the paladin sir yes Rafford. um okay int- interesting all right thank you um i uh thank you very much for for the completing the this mission i'm very sorry that we've lost mist as part of that this, this is dangerous work unfortunately <laughs> but i that is unfortunately what happens sometimes. Mm. She looks, she looks sad, but you know, again, this is, as she says, this is what happens. Um, I'll, I'll let you know if I have anything else for you. I, I have another lead, I think, and and in fact, some of the things I've, I've noted in these in these books may help me track something down. I'll see what I can, what I can find. Um, and uh, and yeah, that'll be. That is that. That is that. So, you have. Um, it's about three weeks later when she finally calls you, but we'll we'll. I'll just acknowledge that t- time and say, so you've got three weeks. You don't know that, but you've got three weeks right. to fill, basically. Mm. How? Let's. I, I guess we'll just go around and say how. How are you filling that time and? Uh, I guess we will start with Max. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I, no, no, no. This isn't the scene thing. This is, although if that's what you're doing, then that's oh, fine no, as well. Um, that's, that's fine. So, no, we, we can come back to that. Uh, yes. So for the three weeks, Max is taking time to um, basically like, Rest, recover, um, keep like training Derek. <clears throat> um, that's sort of the major focus. Um, is uh, <clears throat> kind of like where did I write this down? Hang on, here's a read through the the book that we found and everything and he's um i think he's going to send off um a couple of messages to people he knows to be like yeah ever heard of this guy <laughs> um, um uh you mean oh the, the, the oh right the right yes yes okay yeah um, cool back home uh send off some messages be like right do you know what um what this is about because he seems to know who we are that's a bit weird um there are birds trying to get into my <laughs> window. Um, that's interesting. Um, 
yeah. So like training Derek, going on the usual like runs and things, socializing with the noble people, not noble people, like the the, the people in town, um, and probably like watching some some time spent watching what Davor gets up to, just being like, what is going on here? <laughs> okay. I'll have to ask Zegrog what Davor actually does in town. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. in this after about a week and a half, two weeks, Davor actually leaves. Um, it seems okay. like he's been in, in at least since especially since you're observing him, he's clearly not used to living in a city. And yeah, like, so he's sort of getting a bit like not claustrophobic, I forget what the word is, but you know, you know, sort of a bit bit stir crazy but you know cabin fevery sort of this is yeah basically and he's like i'm out and go and decides he's going to go camping in the woods and so he heads off on his his own um and returns shortly before the uh you know a few days before before um rose calls you all back together but uh has gone off to to, to clear his head or, or whatever he whatever exactly he's feeling there mm. makes sense so the 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 details of how he handles himself for the first section I'll have to we'll have to ask Zagrog when he gets back yeah but I will say actually on seeing um devil like leave town Max is like ah I I understand now like he, he gets it he's like right that makes sense um yeah and, and yeah, that's that. He's he's ha- so he's sort of happier after he's seen that Devil is like, I'm I'm gonna go do my my things. Makes me happy. Max is like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> right. Peace out. Um. So are you? Uh. Do you when you're, you know, you're training and you're doing it. When you return back to the town to sleep and things like that, are you like rent like camping or are you like renting rooms or? Uh, like Rose will put you up relatively cheaply in the sort yeah, of storeroom take, where you guys met. I'll take the cheap rooms with Rose because um, Derek needs to learn that he, you know, you can't have comforts, comfortable stuff all the time. <laughs> Come on now, Derek. Get serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm up to. Okay, cool. Um, we will... And, and and I guess yeah, as you said, this rest of the time spent training. Um, I guess we'll we'll cover like what what small amount she will charge you for that later. Yeah. Um, cool. And then at, at a certain point, and we won't do this right the second, but at a certain point, you so you said part part of that is sort of going out and uh, like patrolling and stuff. I think you suggested as well, yes. and sort of checking out the area. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Cool. So I'll, we'll keep that in mind and we'll come back to you on that. And uh, we'll ask, uh, let's see what Locke is up to. So the, for the three weeks, it's every day, then every other day, she's back at Rose's buying something else that is useless, but she thinks she needs. <clears throat> okay. The list of which consists of a bag, okay. of, a bag of caltrops, a signal whistle, a merchant scale, a bag of ball bearings, a set of manacles, a chain, a miner's pick, a bell, and a block and tackle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
have Rose is happy to sell you those for the price listed in the player's handbook. Um, and because none of it helps because she thinks, you know, she's an adventurer now. She needs stuff to do adventuring and that would make her happy. Yeah. And, and Rose certainly does sell adventuring equipment. Um, she's also trying to find like the most comfortable place in town. If that's like the most upscale in or whatever for a oh, couple okay. of days and then moving to a different place and then a different place, just trying to find something that feels right. And these are all upscale sort of places, uh, different levels. Okay. Yeah. There, there are different, there are different areas in the town. There's sort of a, um, uh, fence like there's down down towards the lake right at the edge of the lake there's like the docks but a little bit up from that is sort of the town center and there's governmenty buildings and off to the west northwest there's sort of a richer area and then sort of to the east is more more down it sort of goes it's sort of a gradient in that direction sort of east and towards the back towards the lake is um uh, gets poorer and and a little more run down and then and on the i think the south or southeast side is where roses is because that's sort of the area that's mostly caters towards travelers because as we mentioned travelers come through this area quite a lot um but there's sort of a whole sort of area that has you know a, a disproportionately large number of inns and bar and pubs and 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 stuff like that on the southeast side and that's near where the iron thorn is so if you were tracking her on a map, she would not go in a linear scale, basically. Okay, so she's sort of going, oh, this rich place, that's where I should be. And then later, no, this isn't working. I'll go to the, the dive bar sort of place, not bar, but, and then yeah. back to somewhere else and then on and on. Okay, okay, cool. And whenever she goes to Rose's, she asks for her secrecy in the fact that she will get the, you know, maybe a little bit of a nicer cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um all right. And so are you um as as a bard, are you performing during this time at all? I think she tries a couple times, but again, it doesn't feel right, so she just ends up doing it basically wholesale. Um uh, I'm not sure I understand what you mean. Instead of like trying to angle for like a bard's discount or anything like that. Okay. So she's sort of just performing, but doesn't really know how to do like negotiate for her. Well, and the fact that like I did this performance, why don't I feel better? Okay. Okay. But, but yeah, but you are sort of performing um, around the, at, at the various oh, ends. On and off, yeah. Not like at every inn or... Uh, consequential days or anything like that, just whenever. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so near the end of the three weeks, um, you you perform in, in uh, one evening, and uh, and uh, the next, and after you after you perform and you're not feeling great, you you retire to the inn, and you find a note on your on your bed. Uh, which is sort of a folded note, and inside is uh, is an invitation, and we'll get to that in a, a little bit later. Um, so, 
what is Alakan up to in this his three weeks? So it's funny that you mentioned that Davor is spending some time out in the out uh, outside the city. Um, so Alakan being uh, has is is very new to this city, hasn't been in this area before. Will spend probably a good uh, two out of the three weeks. Um getting to know the land itself outside the city and the wilderness and uh, uh, all the wildlife um, and will go out and probably spend a good solid week straight um, going out, finding somewhere outside, somewhere outside the city, somewhere in like wilderness area that's like a, a, a clearing uh, as a place to do his meditation. Um, okay. And will for, for that solid week, will alternate between his meditations and then going into animal form and going around and getting to know the wildlife. On a on uh, on their own level, so to speak, um, <laughs> uh, trying to befriend we can, um, probably getting into more than a couple of fights with particular animal types to show dominance, um, really just sort of losing himself in that wild nature for a bit, um. After about a week, I'll probably come back into the city smelling fucking horrible. Um, uh, uh, find a place, you know, uh, rent a place to stay for a night, get a shower from that, um, and then proceed to try and get to know the city on the, 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 the people of the city himself, um, which is equally important but probably doing a much worse job of it than he did getting to know the, the, the outside of the city. Um, whether it's just, it's really hard to be friendly and get to know people when you're seven foot tall. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, sort of not, incredibly outgoing not hugely emotional when you have two legs um but he will make the effort mm. um i try to live among among the people of the city for 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 a good week or so uh visit places to you know places to eat see what the city has to offer and then week spent in the city, week spent out of the city. Third week is his choice, and his choices between the two and his choice is definitely outside the city. Okay. So while you're while you're and and you you mentioned that while you're in the city, you also wanted to yes. have a conversation with with Rose. Yes, for sure. Okay. So before we get to the sort of the details of the. Sort of the 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 interested scenes and things that we've talked about previously. Is there anything you guys wanted to do 
let's talk about just like the out of character stuff mechanically. You've got 400 gold. Uh, I, well, I mean, Locke has a bit less now, having uh, spent that on on um, various trinkets and things and uh, items and whatnot. Um, so let's just let's just figure out. Is, is, do you guys want to? If you guys wanted to buy like armor or new weapons, or, or if there's anything you wanted to ask Rose to try to try to get from you that might be more more exotic or harder to get hold of. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, armor. <laughs> armor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there a particular thing that you were looking for? There is a four hundred gold. There is a piece of armor that's four hundred gold. I think it's a breastplate. No, it's splint. Splint armor. No, the breastplate is four hundred gold. No, I mean oh, I want sorry, splint oh, in armor. The in the midi- in the oh yeah, splint. Splint in the heavy armor section. Yep. Uh, you have a strength of 15, at least, I assume? <laughs> I have a strength of 20. <laughs> nice. Right, orcs. Um, that is 200 gold. It's uh, it's not immediately available, and it's probably it would take longer than three weeks to make at the local place, but um, uh, um, Rose is a trader, and she can definitely get hold of some before that time is up. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, yeah, so she, 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 Rose could definitely get hold of that. It will take a little bit of time. It will take a few weeks for somebody to to get back to her from some from a, like one of the larger towns or something. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. she can definitely definitely arrange that. So when you leave town on your next adventure, you will have splint mail. Um, Davor, I guess you you would probably know this. Davor also arrange, arranges to get a breastplate. So. Um, mm. In that time, similarly, um, do Max and or Davor make this evident? Oh uh, yeah, probably. <clears throat> so they might find that they've gotten a little bit of a mysterious discount, oh. <laughs> as Locke would chip in without telling anyone. Okay, sure. How much is Locke chipping in? Just so we can calculate the. Uh, let's say fifty gold each. Okay, sure. Okay, your splint mail costs you 150 gold. Um, nice. Um, let's have a look at the. And uh, while we're while we're talking to Max, we will work out what you were. You see, you you were, you were staying with with Rose. What's a modest lifestyle look like? Da, 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 da. Yeah, just give you a gold for for the two of you. So for the three weeks, you're about twenty gold down on housing and and food and whatnot between you and Derek. That's the other over that period of time as well. Okay. Uh, for your relatively modest lifestyle, um, was there anything else you wanted to wanted to grab? Or no, just save up. All right, um, I'm good. Um, since since Locke was speaking up on there. Their spending. Uh, did you work it? I don't suppose you worked out what the cost of all those random things were. Uh, yes, it took me down to 384, nine silver, and five copper. Cool. So then you're a hundred, another hundred short from chipping in for the two sets of armor. Yep. 
and let's say now uh, I'm in trouble because I'm going to like 600 different places. What's that? Yes, that's the that's the next one I'm trying to work out. Um, so that's that's 16, 17. So that's, uh, that's like five, uh, like seventy-five gold for your accommodation. And places and upgrading everyone else a little bit, so probably eighty. Yeah, yeah. So because so so you got because you've got places you're going which are like. 10 or 15 gold a night and then you go to other places that are like a silver or a couple a few copper a night at various times but um altogether yeah you're down about 80 gold for that stuff as well and plus whatever you're else was there anything you wanted to get in terms of like armor or weapons or anything no i'm good okay cool um alican how about yourself? You spend you only spend about a week in the in the city, so you're probably down maybe ten gold okay. for if you're booking if you've got rooms and things for that yeah. time. And I guess you you're sort of foraging and whatnot for the rest of the time. So, yep. Luckily, that's relatively cheap. Um, was there anything that you would like to purchase while you're in town, though? You know, I'm trying to think about it and. Honestly, I don't think that there's much that he really needs to buy. He's um, fairly self-sufficient he sort of fellow, he isn't really he? really is. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he's got everything he needs for functionality for to be useful to the group, herbalism kits, and, and yeah, yeah. his weaponry, and, and his... his, his Thingy yeah, I don't think actually. Oh, that's a good. I don't think I have anything I need for any of my. Uh, yeah, mistletoe, blah blah blah. Um, I, I imagine most of the like spell componenty type stuff are also forageable. Yes, I'm just making sure that there isn't anything that might come up that's like this requires something that costs 200 gold because. <laughs> you know, you know, D and D. There are, I, there are. I just it's don't true. know if there's any that are that are druid first or second level. And I'm I'm looking through and I don't see anything. So probably not a, a leaf of sumac. I think I can get that somewhere. Um. Nope, nope. I, it looks like I am good. If you guys are aware of any sort of magic items, that's also a thing that you can you can try to get hold of. Um, anything over uncommon is probably out of your range of the like money, and and again for stuff that's more exotic, it will take some time for for Rose to source it. But again, she's a good person to talk to for these things. She can she might have some of the common or uncommony type stuff, and can probably get a lot of the others. I would like a deck of many things. <gasps> <laughs> uh, is, that's an uncommon thing, no, is it? No, it is not. It's not even. <laughs> no, no right. I didn't think. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. There. Um, <laughs> well, it depends on the DM. <laughs> <laughs> Every pack of cards in this world is a deck of many things. They're just really shitty things. I know. It depends on how cruel your DM wants to be to you, not to the yeah. person seeking the deck, the rest of the party. 
Yeah. (laughs) Um, Actually, if magic items are a thing, can I try and angle for a pole of collapsing? Pole of collapsing? Common magical. Let me find that in my list of things. It's a collapsible pole. I I mean, I probably. The power pole. I probably could have guessed that's your son Goku then. I mean, sure. That that won't get overpowered at all. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find. That's right. Come at me, anime nerds. It's not in the DMG. It's probably it's in, in the- Xanathar's. It is a common it. item. Okay. So- Sat here like watching these watching these references fly over my head. I'm right there with you. Tail uh, uh, tra- journey to the west. No. Oh, okay, okay, no, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm aware of it. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I only know it's a that that's what the reference is. So okay. common mad common uh, for reference common magical items don't have prices listed for them. They do have a they they do have a There's suggested a price, price in. In the DMG, yeah. And I um, yeah, I'd like a cloak of billowing, please. In, there. in fact, I'd like to get cloaks of billowing for everyone. <laughs> is that a common thing as well? Yes. Is it? Oh, yes, it is. I mean, it exists in the world, so it's it's <laughs> a thing you you could get. Um, <laughs> that's really good. I didn't really, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Dude, the common um, magical items are the best magical items. Wand of Smiles. <laughs> Wand of Smiles. I mean, Dread Helm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you've got a frog to put it on now, too. I'm not giving... I, I, <laughs> I am not <laughs> making Colkit wear a Dread Helm. Yet. Yet. That's what I thought. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Pole of collapsing. Uh, we'll say we'll say seventy-five gold, and you can you can get your pole. While holding this ten-foot pole, you can use an action to speak a command word and cause it to collapse into a one-foot-long roll rod for ease of storage. Okay. You find this pole. There is only there is no cloak of billowing in town. If you want to to special order you one or for one for everybody, we can try. She could try to get you one. Uh, We'll get back to it. It's fine. All right. Okay. Um. So while you're uh, let's. I guess that that mostly covers the um, in town stuff. So let's. What are we going to do? Let's go with let's go with Alakan. So while you're in town, and one in the, one of the part part of the time when you're in town, mm-hmm. you come you go to visit Rose. Yes, is my understanding. So uh, I guess we will see how that goes. So you you, you come into Rose's shop, and uh, there's a little there's a little bell that rings when mm-hmm. you come in, and shortly after she comes and says, "Ah, Alakan, what can I help you with?" Good evening. Uh- Miss Rose. Um, so I, I I wondered if you had a, a moment to, a little more than a moment perhaps, but 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 time to speak. I confess I am very grateful to um, everyone for for 
rescuing me of sorts and allowing me to help them with the with the with the uh, the tree um, and and resolve that whole situation. Um, uh, Jeremy, I'm going to apologize very briefly. I'm going to go get a drink just very briefly because I realize I'm well, just going to be doing a bunch I of talking. Sorry, I didn't, didn't want to role play anyone. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't want to. I was like, it's better for me to interrupt you right now rather than like wait till you get to the end of that and then do no, the same for sure. thing. For sure. Yeah. But I'm about to do some talking and I'm very thirsty. I'll be back in one second. <laughs> So, actually, I do have a question that would be relevant for while Corvus is not here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is Alakan recasting animal friendship whenever it expires or engaging in some giant frog training or? There is definitely, I don't. There is definitely natural befriending going on. Um... Alakan is not just trying to keep keep the frog magically in his thrall. Hmm. It's just I I wouldn't know if he would try to just go. Oh, I'm free now. Goodbye. I mean, you never know. Right. That's actually a good point. What was that? Sorry? That's something that I, that that's something that I probably would have done during the time off. Um. Is also in addition to all that going back to back to the, to the, to the three week period. In addition to befriending everything else, he's also taking the time to actually naturally befriend Culkin. That's a good as point. As opposed to just keeping him magically under his thrall. I was going to say because 20, 24 hours after you yes. did that, he got a lot more skittish. Yes, but the impression you were getting that got was that um, Bellic wasn't tremendously like uh wasn't super kind it wasn't mean to him but it wasn't super kind to him anyway so eh, sort of these people seem nice they killed bellic but that's a bit of a it's you know lore of the jungle and stuff so right but it is a bit weird for a little bit but yeah Yeah. that's good too you spend you spend some time getting to know Mm-hmm. Colkit, and um, I still need to come up with a way to mechanically do this, whether I'm just going to give you another character to play with. <laughs> um, I'll have to figure that one out. Um, I am not me. sure how much honestly, Colkit might just stay behind for the most part. Because Alakan is not going to say, oh, alright, you are my friend. Now I'm going to force you to go on dangerous quests and <laughs> yeah, yeah. throw yourself at things that are ridiculously more powerful it's... than you and you don't even scale up in, in, in threat level. Well, that's, that's, I don't know if I'll, ha- I, yeah, like, um, um, often if I scaled up, nope. but I'm like, maybe, maybe I should, maybe, but I didn't like that. So maybe I'll fix that. We'll see. Well, but like I say, he <clears throat> might just be an NPC that we that 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 Alakan comes back and chats with during downtime. <laughs> so like Derek, a little bit. <laughs> Interestingly enough, to to to, to sing a bit, I do find it I do find it fascinating that after I gave you a I gave you an Iron Defender who is your com- who is your companion 
just because I thought, why not? Yeah. The new version of the Artificer has an archetype that literally creates an Iron Defender. Nice. That's very that cool. That scales up in, in, in ability. It's basically a construct animal companion. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, Elokin comes to speak yes. to Rose. Um, so, uh, continue on. No yes. Need to start again. I find myself here, um, as I said, I was very happy to to be rescued and have the opportunity to aid in in, in dealing with <laughs> the tree, the, the a situation that needed to be dealt with. Um, and I, I am happy to return back, and I find myself in a situation where I'm not sure, I, I'm not entirely sure where my place is now, so I'm happy to uh, uh, continue to aid. But, well, to be honest, I don't know you, you don't know me, so I thought perhaps we could get to know each other a little bit better, if that is all right with you. Of course, that's uh, very I, I've been meaning to, to speak to you as well, get to know you as well. Um, she looks outside and sort of getting to late afternoon. She says, ah, we can I can close up early. And so she goes and puts like locks the door and closes the thing. Let's go. Let's go upstairs. We'll go to the and we can we can have a chat. Would you like some tea? I would love some. Thank you. Great. So she leads you upstairs. It's the room that um, you may not have seen, but the, the right. others had when, when she was laying out the previous plans. And there's, a, there's some, like I said, there's some cots and things, which is where Max has been staying. Presumably he's not there at the moment. Um, and she goes off into another room and comes back with some tea and sits down and says, so uh, what would you like to know? What, let's, where would you like to start? I know. I guess so. If I'm understanding, you are sort of a I don't even know what the proper term is. A trades person who trades in experiences, adventures. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not sure. Ah. What exactly do you do? I suppose. Oh, that's a, well, that's a, uh, like a question with many answers. I, the store that you see is is a store is. Uh, I, I'm a merchant. I sell mm -hmm. sell items to people who have money, or or occasionally buy items from people who need money. I and and in particular, I tend to specialize in those more adventurous types, those who seek danger and glory and, 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 and excitement. They tend to be, they tend to need and find very interesting items. And I'm happy to trade in those. I have some experience with them and, and uh, it, um, it lets me, it lets me uh, also, uh, work on my other hobbies uh such as i i such as they are such as i i am also a bit of a historian i i find it very interesting 
to look into the histories of, of places and they are they're off again these things coincide quite often you know, historical places are often places of of some interest to to adventuring folk and and in in those places there are uh, those those folk will find items of historical interest mm-hmm. and so it all sort of uh uh, let's me, uh, you know, I, I, I work with people to commission uh, adventurers to to seek out these places, and it is profitable for myself and for them, and and also, you know, keeps me interested in it keeps me finding interesting things. Do you? And uh, this, uh, I, I hope this doesn't sound, uh, I don't even know, but um, the people that you get this, this information that you pass on to for, for people, what kinds of people do you like? Hmm. What are like? What are the kinds of things that you you encounter? Um. Well, I I had um. I had previous the the where they where the others found yourself. I I had found some information, some historical information, for example, around uh. Uh, a wizard named Itzal Dark Eyes. That was right. the he built the place that you 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 found, and you and the others found. Um, he was around four hundred or something years ago. Well, and they found. I got knocked out and taken. Right, right, right. Um, and, you know, he he was around four hundred and also years ago, and I was able to piece together. Uh, he, he was a person of particular significance. At the time, mm-hmm. and I was able to piece together, you know, uh, rumors of his whereabouts after, after the sort of last larger, like la- the last sort of official recordings of his, of his, um, of, of where he was, and we're able to track down where I thought he might have been, and you know, people of that sort of these these mythological figures, not usually, not always. They don't usually turn out to be. They don't often turn out to be actually as interesting as, the hist- you know, history and stories would make them out to be. But they are usually interesting in some way. And again, they they tend to gather magical items and wealth together to to themselves, and it can be it uh, prof- like I said, profitable to find there where they've ended up. So is it, um, is it fair to say that they are off? I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to try to hope that they are always like this, but that they are often like something like this situation where we were able to um, resolve some kind of sickness involving the land. <laughs> Or, uh, or so, re, bring balance to an imbalanced situation. And what that isn't why the others were sent. 
no. there in the first place. That the, the tree that I've I've been told about wasn't on my wasn't known to me. But these places do tend to attract other forces, some of them more evil or corrupt than right. than others. Um it's not uncommon for the sort of uh, these places to to gather uh, either almost generate sort of stuff that often they're especially magical places to, over time corrupt the land around them yeah. um, or to get or to just draw others others um, others in there you know you, you'll find often a um, if you can f- find a castle that has been o- that uh, uh, orcs or goblins or somebody has have decided to move into and 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 and, and things like that or um, or a dragon or uh, something you know the, the, these places these places are places of power and they do draw people interested in that power to them and those right. can't those sometimes are as you say sort of corrupt or or damaging to the land around them sometimes they're just they're just people uh you know people who are uh, other other people who are interested in the wealth mm-hmm. for whatever reason um but yeah some of them certainly okay i hmm. I'm definitely interested in that sort of thing. Um, I am... I'm seeking to find some sort of... balance and knowledge in my life. And that's certainly what your suggestion speaks toward that. Um, Adventuring does often present opportunities to indeed uh, to to grow and to to and to help others and to help. Yes, it 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 does. It you end you will end up all over the world in all sorts of situations where you can make a change to the world. You make a, make an impact mm-hmm. for an adventurous for it, for good or for good or bad, but uh, it, you can definitely make a change in the world being an adventurer. Are you in continuing this? If that is, that, that is an option. Um, well, I can, if there are, to be frank, I'm not sure where if I have. I don't. I'm not entirely sure where I would go otherwise. So... I can always, if if you have a particular. I I have a lot of sources of information. If you're if you're looking for something in particular, I can also try to help direct you towards stuff that you would be more interested in or. Find down and find information if you're if there's anything you're in particular you're seeking, but um, yeah, I think you would. I think you will find opportunities to to 
balance things. I'm not really certain what I'm like, not in a concrete way, what, what I'm searching for. I know in a general sense, it's just a matter of where to find it. Well, maybe you'll find something anyway. It's very possible. Um, Yes, I think this. I think this will has every potential to be a entirely beneficial arrangement. Well, I, I'm I'm glad to hear it. I'm good. I just banged my knee on my desk. Ah, uh, I sorry. D dwarvish tables are not really suited yeah, for Goliaths. Yeah. True. Entirely true. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wonderful. Well, I any uh, any other questions? Let you know about me or the rest of the my family. <laughs> I mean, it, I assume we will be in, not directly working together, but but having some sort of. I'm not, I will confess, hmm, I am not good at being people. What are they, what so are... I don't know what to, I don't know what would be appropriate, I suppose. <laughs> what an interesting phrasing. She sort of smiles knowingly. <laughs> I, I am more... I tend to be more at home. When I'm not in this particular, in what would... Most would call my natural form. Um, however, I understand when I take on another form, I'm not quite as well of being under control. Uh, under, I'm not quite as good at being in control of myself as I am in this form. So. I don't feel entirely complete in either way, but anyways, that's no, that's neither here nor there. I guess the my, my my point is, I is it appropriate to is it appropriate or is it the right or expected thing to do to wish to know more about you and your family and that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, is curiosity. That the, is that the person thing to do? <laughs> curiosity is certainly natural. Um, I, I, I certainly shan't be offended if you do ask, but I may not always. I, I, I would, I would suggest that not everybody will answer. Will, will, want to answer that. But in my case, I certainly won't be offended if you do. 
very well. <laughs> and then he doesn't. That's right. She's she's happy with that. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he'll sort of at that point, you know, he'll he'll sort of just kind of probably stay there for a while. Randomly talk a little. He's not good at small talk, so I so I wouldn't say it devolves <laughs> into small talk. Right. Very small talk. Yes. But he'll hang out for a little bit, and then eventually, like, he knows just enough to be able to say things like, well, I'm sure you have other things to do, and I should let you do them. I will go. Okay. Thank you. You're quite welcome. I hope to see you again. I imagine that you will. All right, and then uh, you know you you yep spend the rest of your time in the town, and then head back out into the wilderness. Head back out into the wilderness. A few weeks uh, at, the, at in, in next week, come back into town, and and uh, she has another mission for you. But we'll get to that next week. So, um, Locke. Yes. Late in later in the three weeks, um, <clears throat> you try performing one of the sort of mid to high tier sort of places and your performance goes well but as you said you you in particular you're not really sure what you're looking for and you know you're you're it sounds like you're how happy you are with the performance has nothing really to do with the performance um is that would that be accurate i think that sounds about right yeah yeah but you, so you retire. You after you do whatever you do for the evening, you head back to the your room, uh, and you find there is an invitation on your. Uh, there is a note on your on your bed, um, and I assume you open it. I roll it up and go to bed. No, I open it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, writ- and written on there in a, an elaborate but readable script, the note reads, Lock on an open door. I was present at your most recent performance and was enthralled by the tale you wove. Your words captivated me in a way that none other have in an age. I would like to commission you for a private performance. If you agree, meet me in the forest to the north on the evening of the full moon at dusk. And then there's some directions to a particular clearing. Sincerely, Alparis. Is that is that a name that I've heard before? No. It is not. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so your uh, full moon would be in about two nights' time. Um, based on you know the, the timing and things like that. Um. I, I, so I, do you, what, how do you, how do you react to this invitation? I think I spend the next day just obsessively reading it over and over, trying to see if I can get anything other than what it literally says off it. <laughs> um, it's a little bit, the, the phrasing seems a bit archaic to you, a bit, you know, uh, flowery. Flowery, yeah. 
that, that might be a way to describe it. Um, but uh, so it, you know, it seems something's a little bit off in, in, in that, but there's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't get much else out of it. I mean, it is something different. So let's try this. Okay, sure. So you, you arrive at this, this clearing just as the sun is ducking behind the mountains. Um, and the sky is sort of orange on one side and over to sort of a deep purple, dark color on the other. And, and you, you find this clearing and you wait. And there's nothing there at the moment. What do you do? You, do you just wait? Um, I would find maybe a place to sit down and wait, but yeah. Okay. No, uh, any sort of preparation you're doing or, or uh, making sure I've got ample water because talking takes, <laughs> takes a bit, <laughs> you know, you might need to go and get a drink halfway through. Yeah. It's a good idea. Don't want to interrupt, interrupt the flow of something. Uh, so, um, after about 20 or 30 minutes, uh, you hear a sort of, a, a noise behind you and you turn to look and on the other side of the clearing is a tall elven woman and she's wearing sort of what look like sort of traveling clothes. So it's sort of like, you know, loose pants tucked into tall boots and a shirt and a coat. But they're all very, very rich sort of fabric. The sort of very dark color. You can't quite tell what color it is in the in the twilight. Sort of a dark purple or a blue or green, something like that. Um, and and in a voice that seems to carry across the clearing much clearer than you would think, says, "Ah, lock on an open door. Thank you for uh, accepting my invitation." You're quite welcome, I think. Um, you can just call me Locke if that's easier. Locke? Okay. Uh, uh, certainly. I, oh, if, if you would prefer. Um, do uh, Tabaxi have dark, dim, dark vision, don't they? Work this out. Um, so you can uh, yes. see relatively clearly, but it is getting, it is, the light is beginning to fade at this point. Um, uh, and so, uh, and as, as it does, uh, she she looks around and says, oh, and uh, sort of all of a sudden, a bunch of uh, uh, fireflies start come into this clearing and, and start buzzing around the edges and everything's a little bit lighter and, and it's very, very beautiful and nice. And she says, uh, is there anything you would require before beginning your performance? Um, I, I don't know much about this because I'm only new to the whole thing, but I, if it's a commission, did you have something in particular in mind? Uh, oh, no, no. I, I, I sought you out because of your stories. You, you, I... You wouldn't. You probably didn't. Wouldn't have seen me, but I saw you most uh, your performance uh, two nights ago, and I was quite entertained. Um, and I thought I I I saw so I there was so much there. I I 
wanted to wanted you all to myself. And so she, and she she sort of sits down on a on a protruding root and uh, crosses her legs and. I am sorry about. I don't think I got the best of that story. Oh, that's quite all right. It's more about the the potential than the than the story than the potential of the performance than the performance itself. I I there's something there. Please, uh, uh, you you. Uh, you can begin whenever you like. So I'll try and tell a story that I think would be befitting, something a little bit more upscale and noble. <laughs> okay. Um, did you have anything in mind or just hand wave? Uh, no, just sort of hand wave this yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she she is, is wrapped. She's paying perfect attention. She's perfect audience there, you know, sort of... Uh, a, a little gasp in the when there's a dramatic things happening and and uh, uh, looks delighted with the you know f- you know the happy conclusion or whatever the, the the nature of the story and as you finish she's she's she applauds you know very sort of petitely or you, what do you call it um properly delicately delicate that's a good word for it. delicately and she's like wonderful wonderful that was excellent. Thank you, Locke. Thank you. Do you have any other stories? I know a fair few. I, I again, is there anything in particular? Well, I have a. I, ha, I do have a story. Would I? Would you like to learn it? I. I would always like some new stories. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. I th- there's so many. There's so much you can do with your voice. You especially seem. There's so much. Again, there's so much potential there. I see. I think you could do much more. There's, there's power in in words. You know. Power to do all sorts of things. Just sort of looks conspiratorially at you. Yes, uh, my mother was quite insistent on that. I think I'm getting the idea of a little, a little I, but as I said, I'm only new to this whole thing. Would you like me to show you? Uh, if if it's not out of place to say so, I yes. No, of course. I I uh, I consider myself a storyteller as well. Uh, slightly different form, but. Uh, I we I I love to share. Would you here? Come with come with me. And she she sort of directs you towards points into the into the forest, and the 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 fireflies sort of flitting around sort of make a pathway into the forest. Come with me. I'll show you. This is the story of how Locke became a werewolf. <laughs> so what I'm thinking for my next character. <laughs> No, I I will follow, but I'll also be like looking at her as I go. It's like, hmm, yeah, this is interesting. Yeah. So she as as she walks, she she begins. She uh, sort of she's sort of walking and talking and and uh, and she she explains. She's like, yes, I, I like I said, I, I am also a storyteller. I will tell you the story of uh, 
and she she starts she starts telling you this this story uh, of uh, an ancient hero who, who you know very very um, very sort of old style storytelling, very tragic and heroic and and things like that as you as you walk into the forest and um, at, at a certain point uh, she she's telling the story and she tells us part that's about how you know this he's standing there you know defiant against some enemy or something and she seems to get almost bigger as she speaks she she, she seems to be taking on this heroic form and you feel sort of like you know inspired and awed by by her presence as this and you almost sort of cower back a little bit and she notices that and says see that is the sort of the sort of power that's that that one can weave into words. I can show you this if you like. Uh, get, you, yes, please. And so <laughs> we will we will sort of fade to black with with Locke not potential not really noticing that the 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 where they were has actually gotten a bit lighter weirdly. And sort of this weird light purple, greenish light in, in the, between the trees and things. And you spend a, 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 some time there talking and, and learning. And, and um, uh, again, she shows, you, she shows you a number of sort of things. And you're not sure how long you're there for. It seems to be a lot longer than the night would seem to last but eventually she 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 says she's it's all that she can teach you for the time being and sends you back the way you came and uh it, it's it's still evening and uh yeah so That's, i assume i feel quite tired and retired to bed yes you you are exhausted strangely you won't you based on the the sun, the moon's only actually sort of maybe a quarter of the way up. It's only been probably an hour or two, as best you can tell. Oh, well, well. <laughs> um, but you're exhausted, and it and you don't know how long how that all went by so quickly. But uh, yeah, you head back to your room and black sleep, out and wake up in off. a pile of, in a puddle of blood. Uh, not no, just just <laughs> wake up. You know, quite late the next day when the <laughs> staff are banging on you saying you either need to pay up for another night or get out um but yeah so that's we will we will we will leave lock for now so um mechanically what does that mean Nancy, you can do you want to so at least once a week I need to feast on the blood. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. That's what I figured. Uh no, I'll I'll bring it up later. Okay. Um all right, so Max. Yeah. Late in the later in the this downtime periods, again it's sort of two two and a half weeks in, you and Derek are heading out on a sort of patrolling you've you've taken to patrolling showing showing derek you know how you're defending it you're you're in an area you want to keep it safe 
you need to be patrolling and keeping a line on it. This area is is frequented by travelers. There is a main road, but you're probably on one of the sort of side off 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 a little bit from there. There are a lot of travelers, and, and not where you are right this second. And as you're 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 walking along and you're quiz I don't know quizzing Derek on various aspects of knightly behavior, you spot <laughs> in the distance three travelers on horses heading your way. <clears throat> okay, um, we sort of move to get off the road and like just in case that like they, they probably have, they, they look armed I presume. Uh, you you as as they get closer. You can tell they they do appear to be armed and armored, there. Um, but but you also notice that they appear to be wearing colors of Siegsdorf. Okay then. Well, uh, we walk out to to meet them then. Uh, yeah. So they see again seeing your your armor as well. Pull up, and uh, and uh, stop and uh, greetings. Oh. Maximilian, it's and and you, it's uh, it is a person that you know. It is uh, they 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 climb down off their horses and there are three of them. Uh, Dorian Haskell, he is a paladin hospitalier. I think is how you pronounce that. Hospitella, hospitella of the Jaegers, your former or I guess still current uh, company. Um, and Alki Alki Delman, and she is also of your of your company. Although she pro, she joined, sort of she had joined not long before you headed out, headed, uh, left Siegstor. Um, and another person that you don't recognize, uh. um, but he is wearing he is in Siegstor colors, and you recognize that. So. Um, and yeah, Dorian uh, greet, <coughs> greets you and. Uh, and uh, walks over to talk to you with the, with the other two. Hail and fan match friends. Yes. I Indeed. noticed none of you are sporting your regulation accent. <laughs> I'm not doing a German. I didn't do a Finnish <laughs> accent. I'm not doing a German accent. Um, well. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <Regulation. laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll try. <laughs> I, will, I will try. But you've uh, got to pick one of the three. You've got the three options. You... What? There's three? There's three accents? There's, 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 it's German. There's always three accents. There's the sort of like, there's the posh German, there's the friendly German, sorry, angry German, and there's the sexy <laughs> German. You've got to pick one. Oh, these, these aren't all the same person. All right. Wait, um, <laughs> which, one is the, which one is the mad scientist version? The angry one. Is it, like, is it? I will destroy you! Ah! You know that kind of like just <laughs> that. That's that's the something mad scientist. All right. No, I'm 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 probably not. Because I was going to say, depending on the mad scientist, it could conceivably fit in that nexus point between all three. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Oh yeah! I will destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that works. That works. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the uh, the medic from Team Fortress Two. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. So yeah, uh, Dorian comes up and does the you know grasping <laughs> arm sort of firm handshake thing. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a it, yeah, it, it is that. 
and uh, as, as does LK and uh, the third person. And as you as you're as you're um, doing the uh, talk, uh, as you're shaking hands with the third person, he's he's very quiet. You you look at his like insignia and thing on his on his armor, and you recognize that he is from a different company. He's not from the Jaegers. He is from Zvilikt. And they are a company. They're as much as Siegstorf is very much all about honorable combat and honor and all those sorts of things. You sometimes do need to do some sneaky stuff, as you know, in the military. And they tend to be those guys. They're a little mm. bit not, not not always looked looked fondly upon because for that, because in the rest of the entire city and society, everybody's very honor proud of being honorable combat and all those sorts of things. They're sort of you know, the sneaky gits, is it or whatever. You know, I'm trying to like that's the um uh, Yahtzee described the SAS in, in whatever video game that was. So it's like they're the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, they're the sneak around and assassinate type people you don't really like but sometimes you need them um yeah it's, it's so it's great hello uh, uh the uh, dorian's like maximilian what are you you know it's been a long time since we've seen you dorian it's good to see you i am I, i'm doing well uh this is uh this is derek um ah, yes derek I've heard of him. <laughs> what, what brings you out uh, out this way? This, I, I, do, I do not know your friend. Uh, I, he, um, he just says quiet and, and Dorian says, uh, let's, not, let's not worry about that. We, <laughs> we have a mission and uh, 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 let's, let's, not, let's not talk too much on that for now. I um, see. It's uh yeah. Um Elke, would you talk have, just sort of just nods his head towards Derek and Elke sort of wanders over to Derek and sort of leads him away. And uh it's things are things are you haven't been home recently, have you? No, I have not. I've been out in the wilderness. Mm. Mm. How long have you been a knight, Sir Maximilian? Ah, I have been a knight uh, since I was uh, fifteen. Fifty. Some some time now. It is. It is wonderful. That's a long. That's a quite some time. Hmm. Yeah. And and still and. And you've been. Uh, I see you. You have a. You have a squire. You've been training for, for some time as well. Yeah, this is a, this is all the responsibility which I I, I wish. This is, uh, you know, why, why why would I want to uh, to get anything else? You know, this is uh, this is where I want to be. And uh, the the other man steps forward and says, "These are trying times." It is important that each person serves Siegstorf in the way they can be most useful. 
So Maximilian, you will be promoted. You will take your oath today and become a paladin. Max is visibly stunned (laughs) for a while. Uh, you, You said paladin. I was expecting to hear Night Sergeant. I... And yes, Paladin it is. That is okay. I uh, uh, he stumbles over some words for a bit. It's f- come, come with us. We will, we will, we will do this now. We have very little time. I'm sorry, we cannot explain further. Um, but come with us now, and we will, we will, we will, we will do this thing, and then it leads you towards sort of uh, the woods and try they go to find a an area off the road. So, uh, we sort of cut to a little bit later and we see Max kneeling in a forest clearing, head bowed, his sword, his shield and his helm all on the ground in front of him. Derek is standing sort of to his right and behind him as good squire does. And the, the knights are in front of him, the other three including Dorian, and at the front, who was reading from a small but thick leather-bound book. And uh, there's a lot of speaking and then and Max reciting and, and responding and things like that. And we will cut again back to the road as, as the, the three knights are climbing back on their horses. This is... Um, and uh, as, as, as I assume Max is still probably very still unsure of what's going on, or not what's going Pretty on. Pretty much, yeah. But like, this is all very weird. And and Dorian says, "I I understand. I know this was a surprise, but you should return home before too long. The commander will likely have a new assignment for you, more fitting your type, your new title." And they mm. uh, continue. They. They ride off to the southeast. Part. They're heading away from Seastorf as well. Yeah, so Max sort of watches them leave, um, and then like there's a cut as he like um, <clears throat> you see him draw his sword and sort of look at it, and it <clears throat> it glows a bit and glints in the light, and he's like, huh. Huh. And so De- Derek mm. will say, "What what does all this mean?" What all this means, Derek, is that someone back home does not like me. <laughs> and I think, and, and with that, we return back to Oakenfell, and three weeks has passed. Mm. And you all, via various means, receive word from Rose that she has found something that she thinks will be would be interesting, and uh, she has a new mission for you. And so that is where we will end for today's episode. In today's episode, <coughs> say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>